Hello, Yana. Hi, hi. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thanks. Uh, I, I'm. I usually have a. I don't know. I have a strange technique of finding guests and mm -hmm. inviting guests. But I saw that you had some like common friends of mine in common, like uh, Johnny Bayer. Yeah. And Alex from Os Arna. Yeah. And I go, oh, th those are two of my favorite people. Yes. So I'm gonna I'm gonna reach out to her. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. No, you're welcome. Now, um, I guess like you're a burlesque artist. Yes. Yeah. What's burlesque all about? Tell me about that. Um, burlesque is about um, yeah. I don't know. It's 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 a whole topic. Um, but it's the way I think about it is like Marilyn Monroe, you mm. know, in the 1950s, and and the uh, neo burlesque is more. Uh, modern mm. uh whereas like it's not stripping people think it's stripping what's the difference then because if you go to a stripper club then people uh, dance for money yeah yeah you know mm. and it's, it's very about sex mm. and and yeah so so this is more about like the teasing it's it's the same it's not about what you take off it's about like the teasing part of taking it off and you don't even have to take off some like clothes at all mm. uh, but it's more about yeah just the teasing part is it is it like fair to say it's very like seductive y yeah the the type of burlesque that i do or we do with the, the after dark is seductive yes more sensual and feminine yeah but a lot of people like in oslo you have other burlesque um people yeah <laughs> and they do more like uh comedy and and politics and you can use it in in different ways oh they do comedy burlesque yeah so it's more like yeah like comedian okay yeah and and uh, so, so the goal of the performance is to kind of make people uh, entertain them through comedy and laughter and yeah yeah uh, as far as i know okay but what the, the style you do is to the type of burlesque that we do yeah. is more to embrace your sensuality and your femininity ah, through okay. dancing yeah so so it's for women to to kind of take their power back okay hmm. so it's like a strong um it, so it's like a to take when you said to take their power back does that mean like to own femininity to mm. be okay with using their bodies in a particular way is that what you mean yeah exactly yeah, yeah okay so it's about self-love yeah uh, accepting your body yeah um yes seems like that's a good message to spread these days right yeah exactly yeah and do you think that like the like like how 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 do you think we got to a point where women lost that the self-love and like w what happens um we i think yeah what happened it's got to be more than just social media and stuff right <laughs> oh yes it started way before that yeah i think we we have kind of lost our um like men are women and women are men we kind of lost the, the um, uh, like the society is very masculine yeah so we are growing up to be like independent and you know all this feminism wave mm. like uh, leaky stealing mm. and everything um it's yeah 
I think if we're gonna be like men, we're kind of losing uh, the the contact with our body and and the feminine like energy yeah. that uh, that we we women have naturally. It does seem like society is pushing for this kind of men and women are the same yeah. kind of thing, and yeah. you know, I feel like that kind of causes men to not really know like mm. where, where that what what they are and what they kind of how they should behave and yeah. i think it might maybe it does the same for women as well exactly yeah like mm. i know like a, a lot of dudes kind of feel like so so many people throw around this term like toxic masculinity and i definitely think that like there is a side of like masculinity which is negative or you could call that toxic mm. but it seems to get like bound up in just masculinity in general yeah you know what I mean? It's like, oh, if you're like just lifting weights or if you're attractive and you want to, I don't know, like hook up with girls or, or I don't know. So mm. it, it does seem like, I feel like there's a lot of problems as well that come with just having one gender. Mm. If men and women are the same, you're not really celebrating the beauty about why exactly. they're different. Mm. Yeah, but We're not the same. Like we are not the same. No. And we need to see it. We, we uh, Not see it, but we need to like connect with who we are. Mm. And and to connect with who you are, like if you're a man or if you're a woman, then then you should do it through self love. Yeah, that's mm -hmm. a really good message. So mm -hmm. when you're like performing, mm -hmm. uh, wait, why don't you just tell us a little bit about the show that you did? Because I saw <coughs> you promoting it a lot, like on Instagram, the After Dark show, and yeah. it looks pretty cool. Yeah. How was it? Oh, it was amazing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it that's was good. Uh, it was very emotional, like it should be. Mm. Um, was it emotional for you yeah. and the audience? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So if it's emotional for me, then it's emotional for for everybody uh, that's in the room, you know. Yeah. It's the energy we're creating. So it's not about just like dancing. It's like it's not about the dancing at all. It's about the energy we we bring into the room, so people can can leave from the show and like, what the fuck happened there? You know, mm. like something happened to me in there and and now i'm inspired to also be authentic yeah okay yeah yeah all right and how long did the show last for um it was like we opened eight and it uh we closed the door like 11. wow that's yeah. long three yeah. hours yeah because we thought it was gonna be it wasn't that long of a show no so we thought it was gonna be Maybe two hours, mm. but uh, but we we moved people from room to room, ah. so and we let like people just hang and and go to the bar and okay yeah. So the whole experience lasted three hours, yes. but you weren't performing for three no, hours. No, 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 yeah, okay, no, no. yeah. And we had uh, musicians and a blues git guitarist, like mm, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's very. <laughs> you play? You're awesome. ah, I don't play. <laughs> I play. I used to. Yeah. Not anymore. Yeah, okay. Mm. Oh, that sounds pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, if there's like, you know, you said like if people left, you wanted them to like be more authentic or something like that. Like what What about the burlesque makes them feel like they're more authentic? Or It's not about the burlesque, but the, but the energy me and Emilia is in when we perform. Yeah. Because it's all about like, not power, but craft. Is that what is in English? Craft. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, your authentic uh, craft. Yeah. So you know when you do something you love and you feel like, you know, if you do something creative, mm. uh, if you're painting or if you're writing or if you you can like get lost in something, 
because they're so in it, you know? Yeah, like you're in the zone. Yeah, you're in the zone. Mm. So when you're in the zone, you are your authentic self. Yeah. And to inspire others to be authentic self, you have to show it to other people. Okay. So so it's more like on a spiritual plan, you know, it's uh, people don't need to understand what's happening when they're exper- experiencing it. Mm. But it's yeah. Yeah, they will feel it somehow. Yeah. They don't need to understand it. I think that's kind of like comedy as well. Yeah. A little bit. Like you kind of unlock some things in people. Exactly. But maybe it's a bit different because you guys are doing I don't know, like with music and movement. And yeah. It's a little bit of everything. Do you talk during the show? No. No. Okay. Mm-hmm. You, just, you just communicate through the movements. Yeah. Wow. That's cool. So it's it's more about like the presence. You know, I had this one dance where it was um, the, what's it called? Com- com- compare? Compare? Like the host? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, he told everyone to be quiet. Because I was having this very <laughs> like sensual song, I was I was dancing on this daybed, yeah. And we got like a man from the audience to sit in a chair, yeah. And like for me, that that's that's so scary mm. to, yeah, to have a quiet audience and dance to a very like slow R and B song, and it goes like ah, I don't want to sing it, but yeah, I was just it was very frightening, but it was so. Uh, like s- such a strong moment because I had to be present. I had to be like in the zone, mm. and and people were like, you can just feel like the ho- whole room was vibrating. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So wow. it was. Um, yeah. And how did you get into burlesque? Like, how does like is it something that you've just recently discovered? Or no, it's two years ago. Yeah. Everything just changed, and when I started doing uh, burlesque with the Gaia Gang. Yeah. You know uh, the one I'm dancing with, Emilia. Mm. Uh, she's also having the Gaia Gang. Okay. Uh, which I'm also having uh, a dance class, Budalicious class. Nice. Uh, yeah. So it's about twerking. Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> um, and then uh, I started there, and I was like, just it just came into my hands mm. in a place in my life where I was ready to just embrace who i was mm. um and then uh, yeah i showed up in underwear and and heels and everybody was wearing like sports uh, like gym uh, <laughs> bra and and tights and i was like okay let's do it <laughs> nice so yeah and and everything just went yeah went kind of took it took it from there straight up Okay, so now yeah. this is like your passion at the this moment. This is my passion and it's going to be my job. Oh, yeah? This is going to be my only job. That's very good. Very soon. I ha- I'm happy to hear that. Yeah. So you're making the transition to doing this full time. Yes. And how do you make money doing burlesque then? You get gigs. Hmm? You get gigs. Dance gigs. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. Right. So people book you for yeah. events. And then if you have like a gig once a month. Yeah. Or two times a month. Then yeah. Okay, well, that's pretty good. Yeah, so yeah. you can like make a pretty decent uh, amount of cash. Yeah, yeah. Wow, nice. But it's all about your mentality, you know? If you want it, you can get it. So. Are you a believer in that? Oh, if I am. Yeah. That's my religion. <laughs> that's, tell me more about that. Oh, like manifestation and everything? Yeah. Yes. 
Tell me about manifestation. Yes. You know, we, we are manifesting all the time. Okay. So, so it's all about where you place your thinking and how you feel about things. Mm. So that, that's also like, that's also part of the, the self-love journey, mm. the self-esteem and, and self-concept. Mm. Like self-concept is the main, you know, alter ego. Mm. Yes. Do you have an alter ego when you're on stage? No. With comedy? No? You're just in ya? More or less. Okay. But sometimes I have a different, like, sometimes I have like a, I don't know, like a, 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 a meaner in ear. Mm. Like if I'm doing a roast or something like that. Or yeah. sometimes I have, uh, I don't know, like a little bit. Uh, this is, I, maybe I have an alter ego because I do comedy in two languages. Mm -hmm. So when I do comedy in English, I'm a lot more fluent in that language. And I play like more of a confident, higher status comedian. But then when I'm performing in Norwegian, I sound like <laughs> like a fucking idiot. <laughs> and then I play like more of a like clowny, dumb kind of character. So maybe I do, actually. But but why? Why are you more clown when you're in Norwegian? Because I sound funny. I sound silly. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like just when I'm performing, when I'm saying words, the way that I talk is kind of funny and sounds dumb mm -hmm. so then i it's true that helps sound also okay and i use that i channel i channel that like stupid super power into mm -hmm. making people laugh so okay. maybe i to answer your question again maybe i do have a, an alter ego when i do comedy in norwegian yes but it sounds that you just uh, are you making an alter ego yourself or do you just do it because you like thinking you're sounding stupid speaking Norwegian it's not like a good self-concept if you understand am I making the alter ego myself I I don't know whether I'm making it myself or whether I just kind of get perceived like that and mm. then notice other people's reactions to me and then go ah oh, I can as a comedian, you kind of uh, get a lot of like free material from making fun of yourself. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like if you're in like a wheelchair or if you're like whatever, you know. Your knee. Huh? Your knee. Mine, yeah. exactly. You can use your knee. Yeah. I can, I can mm. use my knee. So I, I don't know whether I created it or whether I just tuned into other people's response to it. Mm. So uh, th 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 there's, yeah. I don't know. But I'm very aware that like that's not me mm -hmm. in a way. Do you know mm -hmm. what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like I say stupid shit and I say I sound dumber than I really am yeah. in Norwegian. And that's kind of like just for a comedic res result. So I don't know if that answers you. <laughs> that's probably I, I get it. I get it. You get it? Yeah, so I, it's it. an alter ego, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But no, no, it's not an alter it's, ego. It's, okay. It's not an but, alter but ego. But you should try to make an alter ego. It's very fun. Okay. Well, yeah. what, what's an alter ego then? Yeah. Like a character? Yeah. You know, it's, uh, yeah, it is. Um, in burlesque, you have, uh, you can make a burlesque name. I understand. Yeah. It's like a rapper. Yeah. It's like, you're not like Marshall everything. Mathers, you're Eminem or yeah. you're Dr. Dre. Yeah. I so you can be whoever you want and you don't need to be on stage to be whoever you want. You can just make your own self-concept and wow. just be that person. So like in real life, you can play a character. Yeah, yeah it's uh, I'm very for like being delusional. Me, me too. Go delusional. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I love delusional yeah, people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's very important to be delusional. I think so. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. And, and what kind of, so how many, so how many alter egos do you have? I only have one. 
And <coughs> who's that's, that? That's Lady Jane. Lady Jane. Yeah. And that's who you perform as? Yeah. All right. Cool. Mm. And does Lady Jane manifest herself? Oh, coffee time. Hey, hola. Thanks for the coffee. Does Lady Jane come out in like real life in other situations? Yes, if I need it. If, oh, yeah. wow. Thank you so much, man. So, tusen, tusen, tusen tak. Tusen tak. He's the barista. Yeah, he is. Yeah, damn straight he is. Yeah, yeah he <laughs> just runs and buys it and then pours it into these cups. Yeah. Okay, nice. so when, when do you need Lady Jane? It, uh, you know, if I'm going to... Mm, today, I would maybe like step into Lady Jane, but I didn't have the time. So I'm now here with Yana. <laughs> okay. But I can snap into it if I want to. Yeah, okay. Like, uh, whenever I need it. And and so does she have different character, like different personality traits? No, it's more about just self-aware. Like if, if I'm nervous if, or if I'm like going to a date, mm. I need to be Lady Jane because then I'm like, okay, this is the woman you, you will have to deal with, you know. Oh, that's hilarious. I just, I, just, I just heard it. I just heard it. Oh, uh, my God. Okay, so do they have to get through Lady Jane to get to Yanna? They can. They have to deal with Lady Jane. And she's she's a strong woman, so so mm. she needs a man. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Mm. That's good. Mm. Wow. And does, does... Okay, is that like... Okay, so you have an alter ego that you like... Mm-hmm. All right. And is there anything different, anything else different from like your real... Like personality to the alter ego. Mm, it's it's more about like Yona. <laughs> talking talking myself with third person. Uh, me as Yona mm. is more uh, just uh, more uh, vulnerable, maybe more um, uh, like soft. Yeah. And and Lady Jane, she's not like uh, a dominatrix, but she's more. Uh, you don't. You don't. <laughs> You don't fuck with her. <laughs> bad bitch. I'm a bad bitch. You don't uh, fuck with yeah, Lady Jane. Yeah. I don't need to say a word, but it's like, when I'm Lady Jane, then you better respect me. And and just having that attitude, mm. like you better respect me. Uh, nobody can come here and just tell me what to do. Mm. I like to have it because then I really feel like I'm in my like power. Mm. Um, and I needed to be on stage and be in my confidence. And I'm like... I need to feel that power. I don't need to step into it. I got you. Yeah. Is that something that you incorporate more and more into your regular life though? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. So as Lady Jane kind of develops these, you know, systems or like degrees of commanding respect, Mm. Yanna Mm -hmm. is like, okay, I'm also think I should get a little bit of the same respect Lady Jane gets. Yeah. Wow. That's interesting. So... <clears throat> you know, I also work as a massage therapist. That's my job. Yep. And when I'm at the clinic, um, I'm working with uh, mostly pregnant women. Yeah. I can't be like Lady Jane. At I can't be her at no. the, the clinic. I need to be Yana. You know, I need to be soft. I, I don't need to be anything, but it's more um, s- like I'm more soft. I'm more warm. I'm more like welcoming, like that way. Uh, and I think it's better to for people to feel like it's it's more suiting in that environment. Yeah, it's, it's nice. Then sassy Lady Jane is like, don't come here, come here and yeah, yeah, <laughs> kick baby. Yeah. Let me kick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, but, but it must be fun having an alter ego, though. It's right? Fun. Isn't that cool? <clears throat> yes. Yeah. So I've been like uh, preaching a bit about self concept. Um, 
self-concept is is like the most important thing you can do. Uh, we have to change the self-concept to uh, gain like self-esteem. So if you've always been telling yourself that you're, uh, I'm not good at this, uh, I'm not like this pretty, you know, everything. If we're telling ourselves a story mm. or a concept about ourselves yeah. that are negative, then that's what should be like manifesting, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I I get you. I yeah. get you. So it's really important to like reinforce a way of seeing the world that helps you instead of hurts you. Yes. Yeah, I, I totally, I'm on board with that. Mm. Yeah, 100%. I think that's r- really critical for people. So what you're kind of like saying is that there's a, when we asked you about manifestation, is that it's possible to manifest something in either direction, whether it's positive or negative. It's possible to manifest everything. Yeah, okay. <clears throat> so, yes. Mm. Tell me some shit that you manifested. What do you manifested? This. Yeah? Mm. The podcast? Yeah. Really? Like, everything is when I do something that is meant to be, like, that is from the heart. Like, this show, you know, when someone is, if you want to, you can do it, you know. And mm. people want to do stuff all the time, but they don't because they're afraid of being not good enough or, yeah. Yeah. So when you're like just having the belief that you can do whatever the fuck you want, then you just do it and then... Yeah. But you also have to probably like add something to the ingredients, right? You got to like... If like manifestation is a a spell, you need like... It's not a spell. No, but... It's just... Yeah. Like let's say it's a recipe then. Yeah. It requires different ingredients. It requires to take action, yes. Yeah. That's the part that I think is important to also mention. But it's like... it. Like manifestation always starts with the mind's eye. Mm. And this is what, like everything, you have to be able to visualize or create it in your mind's eye before you create it in this reality. Yep. So that's the, that's the main thing. If you can't, if you don't even dare to, to like imagine a future where you can do what you want to do, mm. then you won't do it. You will never take the action. Yeah. I agree with that. Yeah. A hundred percent. And every successful person that ever has a documentary or like a podcast or anything where they talk about their success, they always said that they visualized where they were going to go. Exactly. Yeah. And a lot of them often say that like they, I just watched this Arnold Schwarzenegger on Netflix. Mm -hmm. He's a very big fucking, (laughs) really, really into visualization. Oh, he is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hugely into visualization. He used to put pictures of muscle men up on his walls when he was a kid. And then he ended up meeting that muscle man and then competing against him and beating him. Mm. And he he said, and then he said when he was a kid, he really wanted to be a movie star. And then, you know, he just manifested all of it. Yeah. But also with the, you know, all the training and all the action with the acting lessons and, you know, Mm. so. But uh, it's about uh, as well as Marilyn Monroe, like, all of these people that kind of made it have done this. You, you can't you can't come there without doing this type of work. If you just think like you're never good enough, then then that's what's showing up in the reality. Okay, so like step one, if you want to accomplish something, yeah. is to first feel like you're good enough to accomplish it. Of course. And then step two is to visualize it. Maybe <coughs> is that right? Maybe visualize first. You have to kind of create it in in the in the in the mind before you start believing it. Okay. 
So you can start visualize or just not visualize, but just like f- think about it. Yeah. The best thing you can do is like lay in bed right before you sleep mm. and just visualize whatever you want. Try to feel it like in your body. Mm. And I rem- remember when I was a kid, this was the best thing I could do. I was like putting on music on my ears and I was just like, imagine myself being on a stage and do and, and like I, I felt like my pulse was like pumping and everything was so yeah I, I i really felt it but i didn't know i was manifesting that time mm. but i can see now that uh, a lot of things i did when i was little is has been yeah coming true now yeah yeah mm. i i that, that's cool mm. yeah I, I i i found a tape of me when i was a kid <laughs> And my dad asked me what I wanted to do. Yeah. And then I played the tape back and then I'd done like a lot of that shit. Yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of like weird. Yeah. I don't know whether it was manifesting or whether I was just like, uh, probably though, right? But, but like people are like manifesting, you know, on TikTok, everybody's saying, oh, you have to write this and this and you have to do this technique and all the techniques. It's just bullshit is fuck the techniques techniques it's just you need to it's just about feeling and believing and and daring to be just be it Mm. and you will get it it's just yeah yeah. i I think like what you said there was pretty interesting the daring part Mm. because i think a lot of people are really afraid to go for what they want Mm. that's the problem is that like you talk to i mean i've had a lot of conversations with people that are good friends or family and i've gone like what do you want to do and they go oh well i would really like to do this but and they always throw in a but Mm. and there's so many buts and i'm like well what would you do like let's just say if there was no chance of failure like you could just do whatever you wanted to like what what would you do then then the answer often really changes Mm. then it's like well if there I would really love to. <laughs> okay, well, if there's no chance of failure, I go, yeah, motherfucker. Yeah, now we're exactly. getting there. Yeah. Now we're getting there. Yeah. But like so many people, f- first of all, like I think I, I noticed that like a lot of people and myself included sometimes have been like afraid to even say to other people what you really, really, really want because the dream feels like oh, it's so big and it's so unattainable and I don't want people to judge me because of what I say that I want. You know mm. what I mean? Like if you say like, what do you want to do? Like, I want to be, I want to have my own TV show. I, I want to like do comedy in front mm. of 10,000 people at Oslo Spectrum. I yeah. want to do the, it kind of sounds like it's pretty like, sometimes it can seem like A, unrealistic and B, like a little bit like, you're kind of like a little bit selfish or you really want to like do something that lots of people recognize and you get a little bit afraid of saying what it is that you really, really want sometimes for some reason. Yes. So everything you said there, it's like the limitation you, you you make for yourself. So what you said now is basically you're afraid of what everybody else would think of you. Mm. So that's the people pleasing part. Mm. That's another topic that's important to just get yeah. away. Yeah. Just it's so. Okay. You said people are, f- are afraid to feel like what they are saying they want is like unrealistic. Mm. I don't believe in something being like unrealistic. I believe everything is is possible if you can create it in your mind's eye. Mm. So we need to... Uh, I, I, I'm, I'm also a big fan of not just telling everybody what you want. Mm. 
it's something about to have the mistakes because if you if you tell everybody like my dream is to be in Oslo Spectrum and and dance for uh, yeah, all of the people like in yeah I don't know how many people you can fit in that place but yeah. then it's then you will get like the impression from others like oh my god that's a big dream oh my, you know people are doubting you and mm. then you will start to doubt yourself so it's better to just keep it to yourself ah that's yeah. a that's that's a pearl of wisdom right there you know yeah people doubt you and then you read into their doubt and then yeah. you start doubting yourself but that's like the whole thing that's why we are so limited because that's what we've been doing since we were children and our parents or society and everything is like telling you that you know you sh- you should get if you don't get a um nine to five job five days a week mm. you will end up in the street kind of thing yeah okay <laughs> so I, yeah. yeah yeah so we're kind of being conditioned yeah to take we, this we are being conditioned like as fuck so yes yeah yeah, yeah I feel, my dad wanted me to be a dentist oh i know I, like, I couldn't imagine a worse job. Oh, that's uh, that's what I'm telling my dentist every time. I'm like, what? Why are you a dentist? It's so <laughs> so strange. Like just picking people's teeth and oh yeah. Yeah. So okay, so like if you like okay, so like when you're a little kid, right? You have these dreams or like a, a destiny or something that you see for yourself, and then as you grow older and develop, you're just used to. Uh, your parents and family and friends and teachers and mm. society, a lot of people telling you what you should be doing and that exactly. that's not right for your particular life quest no. but maybe it's like don't you feel like a lot of people say no because they never fulfilled their thing as well you know what i mean like no i said no what do you mean like if some like if, if, you, if somebody says hey i really wish i could be a I don't know, like a, a singer or a, a race car driver or something. Yeah. The people like, and your dad, he wanted to be something else and it never worked out for him that they kind of like project. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. That's kind of fucked up. Yeah, it's fucked up. Mm. It's, uh, but that's why we, like we're having this wave now with this generation that having like this, um, cutting all the cords from our past, like families. Mm. Uh, now we're kind of stepping into a new reality. Yeah, you were going to say new paradigm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. New dimension. New dimension. Yeah, fifth dimension. Oh. So, yeah, we... Uh, I like it. Yeah. Isn't it good? It's very good. Yeah. So this is like, if if you see like everything with the burlesque and, and the dancing, you know, the, the being in your power empowering women to do the same to be authentic mm. then you can see that this is just a wave of actually stepping up to raise the frequency in the whole like world yeah so this new dimension can yes i love it when you talk about dimensions Anna. yeah yeah the hippie in me just yeah. starts fucking <laughs> woo <laughs> yeah i can see like this uh like the moon behind you and this uh, mandala yeah yeah thing. look i'm i'm a very 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 like I, I i don't know like i would say spiritual or like very like uh you know curious person and yeah. i feel like there's a lot of shit that we don't really understand as people just because you know you can't measure it but my intuition tells me that there's a lot of mm. connection between uh people that we don't really understand and 
that like, you know, when you're talking about manifesting things and like the power to visualize what you really want and go after it and accomplish it, mm. like that really speaks to me because mm. I, I, I've experienced things like that and just the, you know, just the, like the beauty in the universe is like unmeasurable. And I feel like it kind of uh, can affect us in so many different ways that we don't really understand yet. Mm. And so I'm like, I'm hungry to learn more about things like that. Yes. You know, I love it. Yeah. I fucking, I love it. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah. And there's a reason why you love it. Yeah. Yeah. Something yeah. in you that's calling for it. I think so. I just think that like it's, it's kind of like, it's beautiful. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like uh, mysterious. Yeah, mysterious, but it also feels like home a little bit. Exactly. You know what I mean? And I've done like my fair share of like psychedelic adventures and, you know, had like, uh, you know, my ayahuasca and jungle and all kinds of stuff like that. So I feel like I've experienced this uh, frequency of like, you know, life and the universe and death a, a little bit more for having those experiences. Mm. So, you know, like. I feel like the world is still kind of magical and I like that we're getting back to that. Mm. And maybe we went through a period where it was more like mechanical and, you know, a four and like robotic and this is what you should be doing all this structure, but like to enter into this new dimension where you could like all of a sudden bypass all of the gatekeepers and just do whatever your fucking thing is. And then all of a sudden people see you doing your thing, mm. whether it's on Instagram or TikTok, and then you're making a career out of doing your thing and you can just do the thing that you love and share mm. that. You don't mm. need to have some bullshit TV show that some fucking asshole doesn't believe in. You know, you know what I mean? <laughs> like we're all like now with the internet, we're all more connected in a way that feels like we were always really connected, but we just didn't know about each other. Mm. And I, I fucking love that we're into that new dimension. Yeah. You know, it's it's a very powerful tool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. damn mm. straight it is. Mm. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So, so, what other spiritual shit you believe in then? You believe in like reincarnation and past lives and all that kind of stuff? Mm. I don't know. You know, it's kind of. You know, I used to have. A <laughs> it's not long ago where I used these cards and and. And crystals and everything but now it's more about you know when you're in contact with your intuition mm. and you have like you let the intuition lead and the heart lead yeah then you just for me it doesn't matter what's happening after we, we die i know we don't just die of course there's something else but i believe like we're here to have a mission mm. we have a mission on this planet and and as you said, the way like when you're thinking about or just feeling the spiritual side and and everything, then it feels like home. Mm. And it feels like kind of feels like I'm not home on this planet, to be honest. Yeah. Okay. Mm, like you said. Yeah. 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 Now with with me, it felt like when I did the ayahuasca. Have you done ayahuasca? No. No, it's when you when you do ayahuasca, like you have to go to this place and to get to that place, you need to die or you need to symbolize death. At mm. least I did anyway. Mm. So then when I symbolized death, I went back to this like kind of like spirit realm and that spirit realm felt like home. And that's where it felt like, ah, oh, okay. That's where I felt this like 
you know, universal love and like this like place that like I really belong to. And mm. like here, I feels like I'm kind of like, you know, just like in a, in a shell that yeah. looks like me, but mm. who I really am and where I'm really from is from this other dimension. Mm. And I'm kind of like just visiting this place temporarily. Yes. So th th that's kind of like how I felt after, <laughs> after that experience, mm. which was really powerful. Yeah. So yeah man but i mean it's pretty fucking pretty trippy the reason i asked about the like what you believe after you die thing is and reincarnation is because i i read like a lot of accounts about like reincarnation and like little kids mm. that have all of this knowledge and yeah. like these abilities yeah like so i saw this video of this little kid who must have been like three or four years old and he was like playing the piano all these like advanced songs and mm. like he hadn't learned these songs and he knew all about like the place where you know like like a part of germany and like this like looked at maps yeah. and like oh, there's a it seems and like the idea behind that is that like kids that come from like kids that are younger are still clo more closely connected to their mm. past lives and they can still kind of like have access to some kind of like knowledge exactly and then as we grow older you know our new vessel gets filled with all the new experiences and you kind mm. of drift away from that mm. but i always found like cases like that like fascinating i know i know you know what i mean like they're yeah. like that's kind of that's real mm. you know what I mean? and when you when you hear about stuff like that you go huh what's going on there no it feels right it does My right intuition is saying um yes Mm. And I read a lot about like people that have birthmarks as well yeah. and like how birthmarks can be like some kind of physical trauma that's carried on from a past life. Oh. So if you have like a birthmark over your chest, it could be like where you got stabbed or shot yeah. or fell and impaled or whatever. That's cool. Isn't that cool? <laughs> that's really cool. I had this friend <laughs> who had like a big dot on his head here, like a huge <clears throat> big birthmark yeah. over his eyes. And I just yeah. kept on thinking, dude, you got shot in the head, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's a drug deal gone bad, bro. Oh, this is my friend as well. She has this mark in the forehead. Yeah. I'm like, oh, damn. Yeah. She got probably, yeah. It's, mm. it's, it's weird. Like it was right over his third eye. Yeah. It was right there. <laughs> yeah. And what about like, um, do you, you know, like the concept of the third eye? Do you mm. like, uh, you know, do you believe that like there's a third eye responsible for the manifestation of your visions? I can, uh, like I, I see the third eye as the, like the intuition. If you, if you're connected with the intuition, you will also be connected with the third eye. Yeah. Uh, it's all about just being like, internal like in contact with your body mm. um so i, I I'm, I'm in contact with everything yeah yeah but i think there's a yeah i know you have like these different chakras and everything um but it's but you have things like um uh what's it called in tooth uh, like cream Oh yeah, yeah, um, I know what you mean. It's the uh, it's the fluoride. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I don't, um, I, I don't, dude. This is the fucking hippie in me. I yeah. don't use toothpaste with fluoride no, in it. No, me neither. Fuck that. Yeah, I have this like non-fluoride natural <laughs> aniseed yes. type of toothpaste that I get from the store near me. Yeah. Yeah, because apparently that's not good for the. No. It calcifies the pineal exactly. gland. 
Yeah. That doesn't that seem like that would be a thing that you don't want to happen? Like if there was anything that you don't want to be blocked or blinded, it would yeah. be your third eye. But that's exactly the thing. Yeah. Is that true though? Does it like I, I think it does, right? It does. Yeah, okay. Uh, and you know the water we drink. It's mm. a lot of fluoride in the water and we get like big amounts of fluoride in in us every day. Yeah. If you're not conscious about what you're putting in your body. Mm. So, you know, I, I'm uh, everything like the society and government are saying, I'm like, fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't believe it. So I think everything is, is to disconnect us from ourselves. I feel like you're uh, right. Yeah. I think so too. Yeah. I don't trust any of that shit. No. You know, the further it gets away from nature, the, yeah. the less I trust it. Exactly. I'm like, fuck that. Yeah. Yeah. But you think it's kind of like that just because like that's just how it ended up? Or you think there's some kind of like, let's try to keep them... Mm, in you boxes know. you think so yeah yeah i don't think so i feel it you feel like the mm. okay and who's doing that shit is it like the fucking it's the power people money yeah. people yeah other systems school systems yeah. you know uh we are just putting in boxes to to be disconnected because if we <laughs> didn't disconnect if everybody wasn't in contact yeah, yeah, yeah. just imagine yeah. just imagine the world you can yeah. use your mind's eye to just yeah. imagine it Fuck yeah, it'd be yeah. a revolution. It would be crazy. I think we would, we would actually like be having superpowers. Mm. You know? Yeah. 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 I, have you heard of like the story of the slaves in Rome? No. When they wanted like 2,000 years ago, they were like, we should put all these slaves in like red shirts. And they go, let's put everybody that's a slave. I'm not sure if it was red. Maybe it was white. Let's yeah. just say it's red. Let's put all of the slaves in red shirts. Let's just do it. So we know who's the slave. And then they go... To, if we do that they're gonna know how fucking many there are oh. and they're gonna be like they're gonna look around and go do we outnumber these motherfuckers mm -hmm. and then they go okay we can't do that we have to keep them disconnected mm. so like even 2000 years ago they recognized that there was a strength in maintaining this system where nobody knew that they were part of something bigger mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah and that's all also like the collective manifesting you know mm. the more we the more people believe in in what the government is saying the mm. more powerful that those will be you know yeah so yeah. so we have to take a power back and by doing it we have to be authentic i love that we're going down this road yes, yes. I, I love it i feel yes. this is the conversation yeah, we need to have yeah exactly oh i totally <laughs> agree I, thought, I was like today i'm gonna be so honest i'm not gonna hold back because you know people have been afraid to speak the truth yeah like Let's do it. Yeah, let's do it. Let's fucking I'm do ready. It. I'm ready. I'm just gonna have some water first. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Me too. Let's it's let's. Be, it's gonna be heavy. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, knew. I knew we'd be friends. Yes. I knew it. I was like, ah, oh, I like this chick. <laughs> oh shit. Yeah, but there's so there's like I don't even know where to start. But there's so much. Like the, one of the things that I fucking think really sucks is like the school system. Mm -hmm. The school system is absolute garbage. I mean, and it's. I mean, it's. <laughs> <laughs> one thing that I, I, I am particularly like not a fan of at the mm. moment is like all the kids having iPads. Yeah, it's crazy. That's fucking so dumb yeah, because so they're dumb. all like glued to their phones and screens at home anyway, whether mm. they're watching like TV or TikTok. Mm -hmm. And then like during school that they're just looking at a fucking iPad mm. for six hours a day. That is so stupid. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's it's. I don't get it. It's just we know how that affects us mm. and we do it with kids. Yeah. And they're, yeah, like you're saying, basically looking at a screen uh -huh. 24-7. Yeah. And it's, 
but you know like the ai and everything what do you think about that the ai uh, <laughs> I'm I, I, I just going straight, straight yeah, just there. Go, this is what i think this is what <laughs> i think i think in 15 years you and me are living in a cave system under the ground oh my God. with like fucking <laughs> robot dogs trying to eat us that's what i think Oh, my my vision for the future of AI is like no. we should be really worried. I know that's what I think. And people are celebrating this. It's yeah. like, oh my god, it's so cool, and you can use it for. You can just type in this and this, and you will get like a big story. I'm like, isn't that kind of creepy? Like yeah. we are actually losing our. We we should be able to do this ourselves. That's the part of being human, you know? Exactly. You're outsourcing creativity. Yeah. You're, oh, look, I, I could never imagine if I, like, the beauty of when I'm seeing a comedy performance mm. or, like, a singer-songwriter is I know that this artwork comes from that person. Mm. And that connects that person with me through the medium of this pursuit. I don't. I'm, I don't want to connect to you if you just fucking didn't do your homework. If you just got some, you know, operating system to write your song or to like, shut the fuck up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Because it's not authentic. Exactly. Yeah. It's. I love that you keep using mm, that word. Yeah, authentic. but that, that's the main. This that's the main word for this episode. Yeah. Authentic. Authentic. Yeah. Yeah. No, it it definitely feels like you know the reason I talk about like I said that like I'm afraid of AI as well is like 20 years ago I worked on this, what was it? I worked on this movie. I, was, I used to be a stuntman back oh. in Australia, and I worked on this movie called Stealth, and it's about a fighter jet and like an advanced stealth fighter jet that was autonomous and had AI built into it. Mm. And then just started like flying around the world doing its own missions, like bombing bases and big action movie. It's kind of stupid, but yeah, that's nice. It sounds cool. It, it sounds cool. It, it's it's, it's, it's kind of badass, actually. Yeah, it, it's a it's a it's a badass dumb action movie. Yeah. And then like as I've been like following like the uh, evolution of AI since mm -hmm. that, like twenty years ago, you know, whether it's like these like DARPA dogs or like these you know robots that are like doing backflips and yeah, you know what I mean. I can just imagine that the militaristic use of that yeah. is going to be developed and advanced like whatever we're seeing yeah you know that the government and the military is like 10 20 years ahead yeah so i can like imagine like a future war mm. where america are like we don't want to put american lives at risk let's just put this fucking ground force of robots into the middle east or wherever the fuck yeah. they're going to deploy Oof. them and then you just have these like you know what I mean? Just like, okay. Cool. Oh, they're, they're already doing it now with mm. like the drones. You know, you have like these drones that are operated by pilots in Vegas, yeah. which I always found, found like Just, hilarious. Yeah. Like you're in Las Vegas. <laughs> like, come on. <laughs> and they're like doing raid missions and blowing up weddings in Syria. So I, that, that's kind of what I think with the whole AI thing. <clears throat> and, you know, you got a lot of other people, like people way smarter than me, like mm. Elon Musk. And he's mm -hmm. like, he's warning about like AI. Oh, he is? Oh, he's yeah. warning? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought it was like a part of it. Yeah, I think he is a part of it, but yeah. he's warning about okay. it too. Yeah. So, I, th I mean, I know he's developing like these like humanoid looking robots to do factory work yeah. and shit like that. Oh my God. It's just, ugh. it's, you know, it's, it's a slowly uh, apocalypse. Mm. Yeah. It is. Like, I think people, <laughs> but that, that's the thing about us humans. When, when we get something slowly in yeah, yeah. and we like have the time to digest, mm. 
we don't actually see the effect it has. No, like we're too adaptable. Yeah. yeah. Like like use the pandemic, you know? Scab damage, Yana. Scab Exactly. Yeah. Oh, exactly. <laughs> Namaste. <laughs> yeah, but that was a really good example of the way yeah. people just got used to a lot of oppression and being in yes. their homes and take this vaccine and yeah. all of a sudden we trust the pharmaceutical companies. That was pretty weird. It's pretty weird. Did you, you did, it, let me guess. You didn't get vaccinated, no, did you? No, I didn't. Hey, you think I did? Uh, no. Fuck no. no. <laughs> Hell yeah, bam. I, I'll reach across that one. Uh. There we go. Yes. No, but you know what I like about you? Yeah. I, like, I like that you still have critical thinking. Mm. You know what I mean? Like you're not falling for the propaganda and the ads and the bullshit. And you're not like being, you're not thinking what the power structure wants you to think. Mm. You're like an independent thinker that looks at things and goes huh yeah this is what i think uh, should i do that everybody's doing that why are they doing that that's not right for me i'm not going to do that mm. and that is so valuable yeah that's so is. valuable mm. and i think that like when you have a look at people that don't engage their critical thinking they end up like they end up almost like feeling like uh I don't know what it is. Like they end up feeling like they, uh, I think two things. They, first of all, they end up just, it's difficult for them to engage that critical thought process afterwards because mm -hmm. they've already invested. Like say people that took the vaccine, for example, mm -hmm. and then they all fucking got COVID anyway. They're all like, a lot of them are like, oh no, I still, I'm glad I did it because you know, maybe I didn't get effect, infected as bad and I wasn't as sick. And then you get, you know what I mean? Like yeah. they buy into it yeah, even more. And it's, I, it's, I can't believe how difficult it is to change somebody's mind once they've made a human sacrifice yeah. and go, oh, here's my blood. Yeah, yeah. Here's my blood. I'm your slave. Exactly. And it's, and it's they're so proud. And and I, I get it. Like if I, if I weren't in contact, like this is what everything is put up to. We need, we need these like challenges to test ourselves are we a part of the the are we a sheep you know mm. or are we going after the pack or do we like can we think or feel what is right for ourselves yeah and you know most people don't don't do that because they just live outside they're not connected at all yeah inside they fail that test yeah they fail a test and and also i know a lot of people took the vaccine because they're afraid of what other people think. So again, the people-pleasing part. We need to like say fuck it to everybody else. Yeah, that's so important. Yeah. That's a really good point. A lot of people took it because other people made them feel like they should take it, yeah. including the media and our government. It's, that was really it's, weird. It's, but it's it's like, it, it's such a... It's so frightening to think about now mm. and it's making me so pissed mm. i don't want to use like energy on it anyways it's, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's the past but yeah. it's i'm actually kind of shocked like, this went too far yeah, they like, this they, went too far they tricked the whole world they tricked the whole world they tricked the, so many it just made you realize how many fucking like how much influence they have yeah yeah and that's the that's the collective manifestation mm. Yeah. So if we could turn it the other way, where we uh, inspire people to, yeah, connect. Yeah, and but we're in this wave now. We I don't know if you can notice like the the women are taking their power back, mm. like the feminine energy wave. Mm. You know, 
I don't know if if it's because I'm like in this. I know a lot of these women that are um, kind of owning their own, uh, uh, like embody their essence mm. of being a woman. Yeah. Uh, but it's it's happening like all over the world now, and you can see mm. like yeah, everything that happened with, uh, you know, oh my god, I uh, totally forgot what uh, which country it was. Iran. Yeah. Yeah, I got you. Mm, I got you. You know So I'm just reading a mind now. <laughs> I get it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, right. Like there's a revolution for... <laughs> it is. Yeah. Yeah. So it, I think it's like this polarity, you know, with mm. the feminine and the masculine. Yeah. Um, It's been out of balance so long with like yeah. we being stuck in a masculine energy like men and women. Yeah. And now it's time for the women to embrace their feminine energy. And that will also inspire men to be in their healthy masculine yeah i agree mm. i think that's kind of how things have evolved and it is important for women to understand that they have i mean i don't know if i can say what's important for women you know but from i mean I'll, like i think just it, say it. i think it's yeah. important for women to understand that they don't need to be like men yeah there you go but we are not men exactly we are so fucking powerful yeah and we need to see that being in our emotions, it's not a weakness. That's the strength. That's a good point. Yeah. That's a really good point. Mm. Because we're in a society now that seems like doesn't always value emotions. And I've been guilty of that as well. Yeah. I've been like, what are these? Fu- I don't care about your feelings. Like, what would you do logically? Use your brain. Yeah. Like, switch that shit off. Mm. But lately I've come to, it's true. You know what I mean? But I, I grew up <laughs> oh like. Oh my gosh. I, I, grew, I grew up in the 80s with all this boys don't cry. Don't yeah. be a girl. All yeah. that kind of shit. So yeah. I've got like that kind of programming. You know, mm. and I've shut like my emotions off for like a long time in many situations. Just like, don't be a pussy. Yeah. Fucking just do it. Why are you mm. scared? Come on. Mm-hmm. It. You know, all that weird, you know? Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. That's, my inner, that's my inner monologue. Just yeah. telling me to like you know not be like as human as i am yeah but like i think like being emotional as like a person is kind of like uh, being in tune with another way of thinking about things like Mm. your brain and your feelings sometimes tell you the same thing it's just in a different way Mm. you know what i mean like do you like this person i feel like i like this person you just you just get to the same answer quicker often. Yeah. When you're in contact with your emotions. I think so. Yeah. But if it came down between my emotions and my brain, fuck, man, that's yeah. a tough one. Yeah, because, yeah, you know, I'm a woman. I'm not a man. So I don't get it how to be very logical. I've mm. never been logical. That's no. my weak like side. Yeah. So I can't imagine how it is to be very in your brain all the time and then try to be in emotions. Mm. But I can try to 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 like... Yeah. Imagine how it is. It sucks. Yeah. I think so. Because like if you're thinking too logically, then you would never pursue something like trying to be a comedian or trying to do something artistic. Do you know what I mean? Because logically it doesn't make sense. Like logically you don't want to fucking spend five hours like writing jokes for a, you know what I mean? Going on stage, driving for three hours and then not making any money. You know what I mean? Like what the fuck's that? Like I could just, I could have made 2000 kroners if I just, you know turned up to this job and you know what i mean Mm. like logically logic doesn't always equal like happiness no 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 but we need also we need men to be logical to kind of balance the the emotional uh with women 
Yeah. So, but also in like you as a man, you need to have a balance between emotions and uh, logical. Mm. But as they say, if like a man um, would have 80% of the masculine energy and then 20% of the feminine energy. Mm. So it's something about like being in contact with the emotions and not being afraid to be in contact with emotions. Yeah. So... <laughs> But it's also that that's why we need men to be men and women to be women, because in a partnership, we need to those to like fulfill each other. Yeah. Not be like competing each other. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's that's really important. That's 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 the issue now. Yeah. In Norway, this culture is fucked up. Yeah. We have so masculine women and so feminine men. Yeah. That's weird. It's kind of doesn't work. Yeah, it doesn't work at all. Yeah, I I never really had a lot of success dating in Norway. No, I, I really can see that. I I really kind of like, I don't know, like this is gonna sound weird, but I just really liked like uh, Australian chicks like fucking a lot more, or like maybe Latin American chicks. You know what I mean? Yeah, I I, I can see that. I felt like I got on much better with them. Mm. Like they're kind of like we're not competing for the same role. Yeah, but but it's is it because you can notice Norwegian women having like the shields up? Yeah, it's because I think they, uh, yeah, the shield's up and like, I just, I don't know. It just, I think it's the kind of like what you were saying. Like, we're like, I just like women. Mm. I don't want to like fuck a dude that looks like a chick. You know what I mean? (laughs) I I, I love women for women being women. Mm. I don't like, if I wanted to like, date a guy that had long hair and tits like you know what i mean i would just <laughs> fucking suck my friend's dick put a wig on him so so that's that's what i'm into that's what i'm into and i would want i would want like my the the girl that i'm dating to like want to date like a, a fucking dude that yeah. you know like that does dude shit mm. you know what i mean like yeah. let's just do some dude shit i'm gonna <laughs> hang out with my friends and do some dude shit you know, you know what I mean? Dude shit. Yeah, dude shit. You but, know? Yeah, dude okay. shit. A lot of, let's just throw some fucking bikes in the river. Yeah. You know, yeah, do some yeah, stupid yeah, dumb. Yeah. Let's like fu- testosterone uh, Exact shit. dumb yeah. shit. Yeah. And yeah. I'm lucky I have a lot of friends that do dumb shit. Yeah. So I have my dumb shit group of friends. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Um, but how is like Australia when it comes to like the feminine and the masculine? How is the dating culture in, in Australia? It's been 15 years since I've okay. been there. And yeah. I think it's kind of moving in the same direction that Norway is. But, oh, fuck. but okay. when, exactly. But when I was there, uh, there seemed to be like a little bit more of a division between masculine and feminine roles. Like mm-hmm. women were a little bit more feminine and the men were a little bit more masculine. Yeah. Australia is a very masculine culture though. But I feel like a lot of that's kind of changing now. We, we I'd say Australia has a very similar culture to Norway. Okay. But, you know, I haven't, like, dated an Aussie chick for a long time. and But I, that's my observation. Maybe mm. it's wrong. Maybe it's right. Mm. I don't know. But that's what I think. Yeah. But before, when I lived there, yeah, like, women were closer to, you know, the traditional feminine types of roles. And mm. men were more, like, men, yeah. I guess. Mm. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I think so. I, I don't know. I don't know what's. I don't. You know. I don't. I don't know. Like it's. This is such a tr- tricky. It seems like it's tricky, but it shouldn't really be tricky. It's not tricky at all. We just need to be conscious. Mm. We just need to know what we want, mm. and we need to have patience. 
us women. We need to we need to go for men. Yeah. The thing is, as a woman in this country, yeah. But I'm very uh, Norwegian. Like everything a Norwegian stands for. I'm I'm Norwegian, but I'm not Norwegian. You know. Yeah. I'm born in the wrong country. It's kind of sad, but uh, whatever. It's a reason for that as well. Yeah. Um. But I think we need. Like we go for for a man that is showing us like the bare minimum. Mm. If they're like, "Hey, I wanna, do you wanna grab a bear?" Mm. <laughs> it's like, "Oh my god, yes!" And we're like asking for that. When do you wanna meet up? Uh, hello, hello, hello. We're so impatient, mm. and we have to make space for men to take the lead. Mm. The thing is, we don't, so they won't take the lead. Yeah, yeah. So we need to like be their receiver. And we need to let them uh, pursue us. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you don't think that men pursue women as much in Norway as they used to? No, 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 no. Really? Uh, like in in. I never. I. I never. It. It. Yeah. How can I say it? I have experienced it in Norway that people can pursue me, but mm. it's it's so. No, it doesn't happen often, often at all. Really? No. Wow. I would. Yeah. Sorry. Keep going. Yeah. No, it's just um, they're not used to being the provider, the pursuer. They they are used to be pursued. The dudes. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Wow. So they want you to invite them out on dates or yeah, something? Yeah. Like uh, you know how people show uh, that they like you now is like liking your picture on Instagram, like one picture yeah. and they expect you to like see them and then text them gotcha. instead of just like, Hey, I saw you. Let's go on a date. You know? Yeah. It's, I understand. Yeah. Okay. And when they go on a date, they, they don't even pay for you. So it's like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> I understand. I got you. Yeah. 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 Wow. So you don't get pursued by men in a way that you would like to be pursued no, by. No, not at all. Wow. I do, but I, they're That's not Norwegian. Crazy. Mm. Damn. Mm. You're so beautiful. Thank you. Yeah, no worries. No problem. Mm. Yeah. So you don't... Uh, that's so interesting to me. I would assume that like a lot of guys... But do you think it's just... Bec- why, why do you think that is? Because we, are, as, a, as a Norwegian culture, we're used to now for a long time b- that the men are uh, leaning back. And, and us women, we are not confident enough to to know our value as a woman ah. so we should let them we should let them pursue us before we pursue them i know i have been in my masculine as well i was in a relationship uh three years for five years ago oh my god uh and i was definitely in my masculine mm. and because i didn't let him be in the masculine i was just pushing him out of the 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 masculine energy but what were you doing to do that? Like, what was no, the... I just always wanted to take the lead. I always wanted to, like, uh, if I wasn't um, happy with something, I would just complain. Mm. And I didn't let him, like, feel like a man. And that, that I think, is very important as a woman to, to know how to make a man feel like a man because he needs to feel... That's what makes him want to be around you because he feels like a man around a woman yeah mm. that makes sense that makes sense yeah so to make him feel like a man that's like making him feel like i don't know he is a good provider or he is a protector or yeah. he does like um 
romantic gestures like opening doors for you yeah. and taking care of you that kind yeah. of stuff yeah to let him do that it's very important so <coughs> norwegian culture is also very like people pleasing and and we are raised to be like strong independent women mm. so if someone wants to pay you like if someone wanted to pay me something before i was like no 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 no, no. i can take it myself i can take it myself don't think about it because i w- didn't feel uh, i was I had enough value for someone else to pay for me. Do you understand? I I couldn't receive. I wasn't able to receive because because I wasn't allowing myself to 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 like be pursued. Okay. You're I was just like pushing it away. Gotcha. Where yeah. equals I can pay for myself. Yeah. No, I can pay for you know. It's just yeah. Uh, yeah. So so that's when I had like low self esteem. I didn't see my own value. I didn't. Uh, my self-concept was very negative Mm. I didn't feel good enough for anything wow and uh, like I can I can assure you a lot of like most of women in Norway are feeling this way so they don't feel confident they don't feel like they have a lot of self-worth and value low self-esteem exactly why are so many women feeling like that because again we are going we are like this society is very masculine yeah. And we need to we need to uh, understand that uh, being w- in our emotions and it's allowed to to take a compliment like it's allowed to feel you're pretty it's allowed to feel you are like the most delicious thing in the world without people being judgmental we should be able to feel like we're the the main person in our own reality and wow. and when I was when I was a kid it was like when people gave me a compliment <laughs> i was like uh i was like no <laughs> no and even though i wanted to say thank you i said no because i was afraid people would uh, see me as cocky if i said yes say, oh yeah, thank you yes <laughs> you know so yeah. i i would rather just i get yeah, you yeah. then you would kind of deflect it yeah. instead of just taking it in and absorbing it yeah because i would yeah i was afraid people would perceive me as too confident or something wow okay and then Mm. that kind of just had the effect of actually lowering your amount of confidence over time yeah and that's the program i think uh, like we all have this is like the culture Mm. i'm pretty sure people can can um yeah 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 yeah. but that, that makes sense that makes that makes sense. I I just didn't know that a lot of women were going through this, but now that you say it, mm. I think you're right. Mm. I think there is a, but I wonder if it's for men as well. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like it is. I I I think so. Mm. So there's just wow. Okay, so there's just a lot of people that don't have a lot of self confidence these days. Exactly. Men men are uh, like we all men and women are too afraid of what other people think of us. That's why we don't feel good enough. And when we don't, when we don't feel good enough, we don't f- have like the self-esteem to give ourselves the self-value that we all are worth having. Because there is no one that that can I I can't say how much value you have. You are the one to decide how much value you have. Yeah, so you have to believe in yourself. Yeah, o- on that point, I think that like sometimes though, 
if you give yourself a lower self score, it's because you know that you're not living up to your own potential. Mm. So sometimes like if you know you've been like lazy or you know you've like, oh, I should have done this, but I didn't do that. You kind of give yourself this score like this, you know, you're not always just thinking about what other people think about you, mm. but you're thinking about like what you think about you. Mm. And I think that the way that you think about you is often really distorted. You know, you could have like these guys that are like really big jacked guys that mm -hmm. work out all the time and they look in the mirror and they just see a really skinny little guy. Mm. You know what I mean? So like this perception that we have of each other, of ourselves, isn't even always that reliable. No. That's kind of weird too. You know, when you, you know, it's not what other people think, but it's mm. like what you mm. see as yourself as well. Mm. So that's why I think it's so weird with, with, um, uh, training and everybody's going to the gym and like pumping and we all want to be fit and we all want to be skinny but it's like if you don't work with your own like self-esteem from inside because everything is starting from the inside and will reflect on the outside mm. if if you're only working with the, the external and not internal mm. then you know you are just still manifesting a reality where you feel like shit it doesn't matter how you look outside. Yeah. You know, I, I have a friend who is 30 years old, an incredibly fit guy, mm -hmm. very, very healthy. And he got diagnosed with cancer yeah. like six or seven months ago. And he's been maybe eight, whatever it is. And he's been going through chemotherapy and radiology and all that sort of shit. And he just came out of chemo and started to get back to regular life. And I talked to him. And he's a dear friend who I love very much. And I said, man, what, what perspective have you gotten on life since your diagnosis with cancer? And he said, I think it's important that we're just not so hard on ourselves. Mm. You know, I think it's important that we just kind of like just accept ourselves for who we are and don't try to like hold ourselves to this like super like, oh, you should have done this better. But more like, hey, you turned up today. That was really mm. good of you. Like mm. just be a little bit more like just be kinder to ourselves. Exactly. And I, when he said that, I was like, you know what? Because that's a very masculine thing to not be kind to yourself. Mm. You know, you have this inner monologue like you should have done better. You should have lifted heavier. You should have been further by now. Your career mm. should have been, you should earn more money. You should... And that like internal voice inside of your head, it's not always helpful. You know what I mean? Because you're never going to live up to that voice in your head. Exactly. And sometimes that voice in your head might lead to you accomplishing something amazing. Mm. But it might also just lead to you fucking being unhappy or yeah. just never feeling like what you do is good enough. Yeah. And that's kind of fucked up. It's very fucked up. Mm. It's very sad. It is really sad. So I think like... Because when it comes to men, I think it's so sad to see how few men that actually sh like meet themselves with love mm. when it comes to different like or difficult things in life. Mm. And that's also a very important part of, of this. Like it's not about empowering women, but also empower women and, and men mm. to, to be authentic and to find that self-esteem through... Um, uh, mastering Sverlisa, what's it called? Yeah, yeah, mastering something. Mastering something, yes. Yeah, that's so important. Yeah. That's the and most important thing. And it's just, you know, it's, 
it's just all about how when we were a child and uh, a parent, if they always were very critical against us, they didn't like believe we could do things or they didn't give us approval when we actually did something good or mm. like we always uh, thought we had to do better and better and we feel like we never do enough. Mm. That's how it is when, especially for men, you know, because uh, boys, maybe we didn't give them enough space to be like feel good enough they always had to be the best or um yeah they didn't get much that much space to be in their emotions Mm. so so i can see a lot of men now is being very like disconnected because of that and and i know that um yeah when they when they meet themselves in in a place in life that is hard with different things that can happen, it's like they go in this black hole because they don't meet themselves with love because they don't know how it is to to be loved in a in a situation with shame or yeah mm. you know yeah that's real that leads to like a, a lot of suicides probably exactly. and, and like a lot of tragedy and things yeah. like that because you know you you hear about people and so many people love them like you go mm. wow like uh, like robin williams for example mm. you know like when he killed himself you go mm. damn that guy killed himself yeah he was like so many people's favorite comedian mm. favorite actor and so many people loved him yeah. you go wow and like you know with with you know i i know people from my past that have like killed themselves as well and like friends dads shit mm. like that you know mm. i go wow and you talk to the kid like you know afterwards and he just goes fuck man i just love my dad so much i wish he didn't do it mm. and for whatever reason the dad just didn't let that love in or no. didn't connect with that love and just felt that like whatever it was going through was too hard mm. so that's uh you know that's always the downside of like not accepting yourself and understanding mm. you know how truly valuable you are and how loved you are mm. Yeah, and th- that's another reason why I'm so grateful that I went through that like ayahuasca experience, and I went, I went, I went to Peru mm. because it made you understand that you like you t- come from this place of love. Mm. That like you know when you die, you go back to this place of love, and that place of love is is with you all the time. Yeah, you know what I mean. And exactly. there is this connection between people that you know it is love, and it's just you just have to accept it and let it in. Mm. But I understand as well that it's difficult sometimes for people to cope with life and things seem like it's not getting easier yeah you know it seems like oh every it's always kind of okay now things are more expensive now mm. fucking the interest rates going up and oh, now all oh, these my jobs are getting threatened and you know when i talk to, this is kind of like when i talk to people and i go what's your sense on like the world at the moment you, do you have a positive positive sense mm. on the world or like are you anxious and it's just global anxiety like every fucking person seems to be like experiencing anxiety for the future, mm. whether it's like some bullshit political system that's like hyperinflating mm. our interest rates and making everything more expensive or like the fear of nuclear war or the uh, situation between men and women and relationships being less and less successful or mm. like uh, problems with fertility. Like there's so many issues that are like connecting people like on a day-to-day basis. Mm. And they just go, uh, fuck. Yeah. It's weird, right? It is really weird. It's weird that you like, we're getting like further and further advanced with like interconnectivity and then (sighs) everything should be getting better, but it doesn't feel like that. No. It feels like everything (laughs) is getting gradually worse over time. Like we're slipping into this like fucking 
existence that yeah. nobody really wants to be in. Exactly. So so that's that's our test. That's our test. That's our test. Yes. And how we we fix that test by self love and loving each other. Yeah. That's a good start, right? Yeah. We need to love ourselves first. Yeah. We need to be selfish. We need to say fuck it to everything that makes us think negative and feel negative. Mm. And that is the news. Like, don't read the news. Like everything you said now, the news are publishing this. You yeah. Know? Just just don't read the news. I think it's about, we have to like kind of protect our energy from whatever drains us. Because we won't get ahead if we always feel like the future is so dark. Mm. The future is bright if we if if we choose it like if we want it to be bright, mm. but then we have to make it bright, yeah. Like now, yeah. Today, I think you're right about not reading too much negative shit. Like oh, it, yeah. it, it's like I, I'm pretty conscious about trying to protect my my um, mental state against things that are happening in parts of the world that don't affect me directly. Mm. I'm like, do I really need to fucking read about this bombing over here? Like, I, it's going to like, my brain is going to get tricked into thinking like, my nervous system is going to be like, oh my God. Mm. But I can't, it's not, you know. You don't I, even notice it. I don't, I don't know. I don't even notice it. And, no. You know, I understand. I'm a, I have a lot of empathy for people. So w once I read about something like that, I go, oh no, that poor, you know. Oh, eh. And then I'm like kind of bummed out. Yeah. You know. Exactly. And like the most people would think to not read about or like give sympathy to to if if you're not suffering with with the world and everything that is happening mm. if you not sit and suffer then then you're selfish then you're cold mm. but i i'm i'm like okay the thing is okay there's a lot of shit happening in the world we we know that and the best thing we can do is to have um like fill ourselves with love mm. and good feelings yep and like raise the frequency mm -hmm. so we can spread it to the world instead of just suffer like mm. everybody's suffering like this this collective manifestation as i just yeah said. okay so, so so people are like sharing all this crazy shit happening like you know the the war and like russia and people are so angry and I'm like, I don't even know. I don't even know about it because I don't. I don't want to engage in, in in those like low vibrational things that like it doesn't affect me at all. If I won't let it affect me. Mm. Yeah, that's good. Mm. So you're like doing things that like uh, spread positivity through like yeah. uh, you know obviously like the the after dark show and you know like the burlesque and your art form trying to exist and create things that are like on a vibrational level that radiate kind mm. of you know love and empowerment and mm. things like that mm. and i feel like that's what comedy does as well yeah you know what i mean like when we're doing shows and standing on stage and performing it's like the vibration in the room is mm. like you know when you, you hear like 30 40 50 100 people laughing yeah you go oh shit this is real Nobody there yeah. is thinking about like anything fucked up. Everybody's no. kind of having a good time. It's the best. It's the best to be in a in a comedy show. It's good. And if like and when you like laugh so hard that your tummy aches. Yeah. It's the best. Yeah, yeah. And just imagine all of the the happy hormones mm. that are like happening in in each and one of them. Yeah. Because of you, you know. Yeah, yeah. But that's how we we make the world go up and. Yeah. yeah.
but it is a vibrational thing. Like yeah, you is. notice it, you tune into it. You're like, oh shit, yeah. listen to this frequency. Yeah. This is the frequency of like 50 people all having a good time. Mm. But everything is vibration. Everything is energy. Mm. So just like, just test it. You know, I don't know. You probably do. But if you go to the street afterwards and you, you can just choose which energy you want to be in and just, just notice how people on the street will, will look at you and, and how you will, like that's manifestation. Mm. that's attraction yeah you know if if you're feeling this type of feeling you will that will reflect instantly in in the external reality i i, I totally can relate to that mm. because f since i injured my knee yeah. i mean like fucked i was like really depressed you know just lying down in a victim position i couldn't mm. fucking stand up i had a bucket like next to my bed in case i needed to have an emergency piss oh. because I, I went to the shower like once or twice a day uh, to the bathroom and then I was like lying down in this victim position, like down like this mm. with my legs straightened out. I couldn't bend it, couldn't do anything. And then I was just like, oh, fuck. And then I went outside to the leg of Arc and I was in that like negative, depressed, painkiller, like low vibration. And then people were looking at me like, oh, yeah, okay. And then like since then, in the last week, I've been feeling like a lot better and like really trying to, mm. I've had more mobility and been happier. And then like the world has been happier with towards me. Mm. You know what I mean? So I, I, I've personally experienced like these two polar opposite vibrational you know experiences mm. one really negative and then one positive yeah and uh, i think you're onto something mm. yeah no i think you got mm. it you nailed it mm. huh. i have yeah i think so i i love that we had this conversation mm. you know we, it started off with burlesque and then went on <laughs> to vibrational <laughs> frequencies in the outside world yeah it's it's much deeper than just dancing it's not about dancing at all no, mm -hmm. no. So it's it's important to just do your thing and yeah, just be authentic. I love that authentic. Mm. I love it. It's such a pretty word, isn't it? Yeah, authentic. Yeah, authentic. 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 It's better in English. Okay, so that's the that's the message. Be authentic. Be authentic. Um, and yeah, you know, th the most important thing is to like start with, with stop to be like, stop the negativity mm. with yourself mm. and everything around. Just, just f be like, have this filter away with the ne negativity mm. and in with the self-love mm. and, and, you know, self-gratitude. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just see how much you actually accomplished in life. Mm. How much people that actually loves you, you know? Mm. We need to see what we have done for ourselves. Yeah. Do you like recommend like a gratitude journal? Or, oh, or yes. Like, like a meditation practice or something like in the morning or in the afternoon or like being like, I'm grateful that I have this. Because it, it is easy to forget like, you know, how many people you have in your life mm. or how many things you should be grateful for. Mm. We take things for granted just mm. naturally as people. Mm. And that's one thing I noticed definitely. Yeah. Yeah. That's very important. I did it. I did it for uh, like in this process when I started to uh, like be conscious about everything and especially gratitude. Mm. I did this thing where I wrote five things every morning, like I had this notebook and a pen. Yeah. Uh, on my nightstand, and I was just when I woke up, like right away, I was just like, da -da 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 -da. and I was like, yeah. Fuck yeah, look at this. I'm mm. so grateful. Yeah. And then you have you like start your day with that vibration of gratitude. So that's that's very good to do. Yeah. Uh, but now it's like 
the first thing I do when I wake up in the morning is I say, everything is always working out for me. Everything is always working out for me. Everything is always working. Yeah. Oh, that's good. So that's yeah. kind of like a mantra. Yeah. That's like your uh, everything mm. is always working out for me. Yeah. And believe me, things one. haven't always been working out for me. Yeah. But when I, I have this vibration, even though things are like this thing is, is going like down, I'm like keeping myself up and I just like pick it up and everything is always working out. Yeah. So, you know, that reminds me of this like... Uh, I, I I can't remember what what it is like this Chinese saying or something. Mm. There was this. It was like this. How was it? It was like his son was riding a horse and he fell off the horse and broke his back or his leg or something. And mm -hmm. then this guy goes, "Oh, your son fell off the horse. That's pretty bad." And he goes, "Is it or is it yeah, not?" And then exactly. like the next day there was a war and then the army came to get all the men and he goes, oh, well, we can't take your son because he was injured. Yeah. And the guy goes, is that good or is it bad? He goes, oh, I don't know. Yeah. And then it kind of just keeps on going yeah, like that. Yeah. But the point is that like you never really understand whether something is good or bad. But mm. if you have the perspective that you have of just saying everything always works out for me, mm. then you're staying in that m positive mindset exactly. and being like, okay, no, this is fucking... It's, it's all good. Mm. Like there's a conspiracy designed to help me do what I need to do. And mm. I got this. Mm. Hey, fuck yeah. And that's how we manifest. Uh, yeah. Mm. That's how we manifest. So you can choose to be in a negative like mindset mm. and think that everything is never working out for me. Mm. Like the most people do. Yeah. And that's how you manifest a life where everything is not working out for you. Yeah, there you go. So it's very easy. Wow, that's huge. It sounds easy, and it, I'm sure it is easy, but it's wow. fucking really powerful. Yeah. Because if you get that, oh, nothing's working out for me, always complaining, everything's going to be fucked. And you're just going to view things from that perspective of it being bad. Mm. But if you think everything's going to work out for you mm. and have that perspective, then you're going to manifest things going in the direction that you want them to go in. Yes. It's as easy as that. It is easy that, as that. But you have to like program like, it, because we most of us is programmed like in a negative mindset. Yep. So we need to be conscious. Mm. And you know how they say, is, is it like three months where we now three weeks? To change a habit? Yeah. Yep. So we have to like. Oh, you got to be consistent. Yeah. You got to really work at key. it. Wow. Because this is, is key in everything, you know, with working out, with uh, with how you choose to talk to yourself. Mm. If, you, if you go like three weeks without complaining. Yeah. Nice. So you don't complain about anything? I don't. No, never. Because wow. if you complain, you're in victimhood. Yeah. And people in victimhood are very low vibrational. Fuck yeah. yeah. Yana, powerful yeah. Yana. I think this is it. You know what? Yeah. This is the message I needed to hear. Yeah. You know, like I, I love that we had this like great talk, but like what you're saying now really speaks to me. Mm. Like, and the experience that I had in the last two weeks, yeah. because I was like, like victimhood. I was like, Oh, my knee and no, I'm depressed. And no, I can't walk. I've got, I was doing so good. And now everything's fucked. Yeah. I have to cancel all these shows. And I was complaining a lot. I was like a little bitch. I was mm. complaining like a fucking little bitch and i was just like every but i should just go like fucking bam it's gonna work out you're gonna everything's gonna be good that's gonna change the perspective mm. that i have on things and mm. make i love about the non-complaining thing yeah. i love the non-complaining mm. it's so powerful but but can you see something like if you see on the positive side with yeah. what happened with your knee mm. 
What uh, can you like tell me something that more time to write jokes. Yeah. More time to create comedy, more time with my girlfriend, mm. you know, like more time to think and disconnect myself from the r momentum of like juggling all the balls. So, oh, I, gotta juggle. Mm. I don't have to do that yeah. anymore. Yeah. Like, okay, you know what? I'm fucking like suka milk for th three weeks. Oh, yes. I can just like relax. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nice. Yeah. Powerful yard. Mm. Shit. Yeah, that's what you needed. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. So you can just thank your knee. Grateful for your knee. Yeah. Yeah. Grateful for my knee. <laughs> you know what? I am grateful for my knee because it, it's, it's, it's helped me. Like, you know, it's, it's done well. And yeah. I, I just got a call from the hospital today and I'm going to be scheduled for an operation in mm. like 10 days or something. Yeah. And uh, hopefully that's going to, you know, <laughs> like there's two things that they can do. They can either try to stitch the meniscus or they can just remove it. And I'm hoping they just remove it because yeah, I, I it often it often like um uh yeah you often have to take the operation many times if you stitch it exactly mm. so I'm I uh, I just gonna say like guys just fucking cut it I'll deal with the osteoarthritis later but do <laughs> do, do they put a, like a um like a fake like pillow in there or is it just like nothing nothing. But I spoke to them. I go, don't you guys, can't you put something in there? They go, no, yeah. we can't do it. I go, really? Like you yeah. can't put anything <laughs> in there in 2020? Nothing? They go, no, nothing. Oh, yeah. That's just not the procedure, I guess. Apparently That's, not. But yeah. it, like it's not going to be like the whole meniscus. It's like 20, 30% of it or something. Yeah. So, so if, if you just like do nice strength training and you just uh, ties and, and legs. Mm -hmm. No problem. Every but, day is but, leg day. Yeah. <laughs> the one leg is just like super pumped and the other one is just... Fucking jacked. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but what is your intuition saying? Like, is, is it right for you to do that do the whole just remove it? Or what, what is your intuition saying? It's saying remove it. Yeah. Because I was in the most excruciating pain that I've experienced. Yeah. It's very painful. And I don't want to have to go through that again. Yeah. And I ha I've had the same procedure, the exact same injury with the opposite knee. And we tried to fix it twice. Oh, I so you have been through it. Oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Dude, I've been through the shit. shit. So yeah. I, I don't want to have to be in a situation where I'm like squatting or like trying to throw somebody in jujitsu and then the, <laughs> the knee buckles and I'm in the same situation again. Oh. And the like you said, the meniscus, it's hard to stitch. It's soft. Yeah. It, it, yeah. I, I never want to experience that again. No. And, uh, you know, my, I'm, I'm fine. So, uh, if they take it off, it's also a much shorter recovery time. Mm. If they don't take it off, it's longer and chances it's gonna, I don't want to live in fear of it no. ever happening again. Mm. That's the problem. I get it. So my intuition is saying, let's fucking cut this yeah. thing off. But it's, it's not even up to me. It's like up to the surgeon when he sees it, I can say, Hey dude, just fucking try to take it. But I think they say like, if we, we'll try to save it, if we can, we'll try to stitch it back. But now it's the time to manifest they removing the whole shit. Yeah. So you can just visualize the doctor is saying, yeah, we can remove it. And yeah, we can we can take it. Like we can just take the whole thing. Perfect. Yeah. And it. and you can you can visualize the doctor in like the white coat and everything and and like hear his voice. Just just try it. I will. Yeah. I'll try it. Mm. That's what I'm going to do. Yeah. But at the same time, I don't know what's the right thing. My intuition says remove it, but maybe the doctor's medical understanding of arthritis is like yeah but you're definitely gonna walk with a limp in 15 years I'm like, oh. so but you know what i mean 
Yeah. Maybe that's self-doubt. Maybe I should that's, just... You should just trust your intuition. Just trust it and drop it. Okay. Yeah. I'll do that. Mm. I'll trust my intuition. Mm. <laughs> 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 I'm going to do it. I'm going to manifest it. It's happening. Yes. Sweet. Okay. So you wanted to mention something about conscious speed dating? Yes. That's a thing? I like it. Tell yes. me. Yes. So this is uh, an offer for Oslo people Yep. Uh, who wants to uh, go uh, away from uh, Tinder and dating apps mm. to meet like-minded people um, when it comes to dating. To meet what people? Like-minded. Ah. Yeah, conscious people. Wow. Yes. Okay. That's cool. So you're organizing a speed dating event yes. for like-minded people, conscious mm. people. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. Huh. And when's that going down? Uh, the first event is in two weeks from today. So it's 27th June. 27th of June. Of June. Yeah. Okay. And how do people find it? Like what's the... There's an event on Facebook that's called the Conscious Speed Date. Conscious Speed Date. Mm. Okay. So on Facebook, Conscious Speed Date. Is it in yeah. Norwegian or in English? It's in English. Oh, wow. Like like uh, we, we write in English. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's everybody that comes. Okay, that's cool. Yeah. Okay, conscious speed dating, yeah. 27th of yeah. June. Yeah. And where's it going down? Uh, we don't have the location like yet, but yeah. we, uh, yeah, it's going to be in, in, in the city. Ah, that's yeah, nice. At a bar. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good venue. Yeah. Yeah, I guess there's a lot of good places to choose from. Yeah. Okay, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. I like that you're organizing things like that. Mm-hmm. Huh, very cool. Thank you. Yeah, no worries. Is there anything else you want to mention? Um,. No. Conscious speed dating. Conscious speed Conscious dating. Conscious speed dating. Yeah. Fuck yeah. And are you doing any more burlesque? Is that after dark happening? Yes. Yeah, okay. And this is just a start. So okay. so it's coming more. Yeah. So stay tuned. Stay tuned. And yes. if people want to find, the, like, what's your Instagram and the after dark? Like what? Uh, the, the Instagram for after dark is the after dark experience. Yeah. The after dark experience. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah. Cool. Mm. And your Instagram is? Janne Leigheid. Yeah, that's the word I couldn't pronounce. Legreid. Le- Legreid. Yeah. Janna Legreid. Yeah. I fucking nailed it. Yeah. All right. <laughs> nice. All right. Thanks, Janna. Hey, let's wrap it up. Yeah. Thank you so much for this great conversation. Thank you. Did you have a good time? I had a good time. Me too. Yeah. I told you we'd be friends. Yeah. I know. <laughs> We're friends. Best yeah. friends. Yay. Mm. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you, Janna. Thank you, Inya. It's been awesome. Awesome. Okay. Bye, everybody. Mwah. Bye.